if something can trigger you, you can take away those triggers. Yeah. So you can really like be able to like you can manage that spike. You, all of this stuff is really exciting stuff because it's really really manageable, and it's it's not something that you're out of control. Yeah. It's not, it's not stuff that's like out of your control. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Boys and girls, all the way down to the little ass babies. Welcome to the Uncovered Podcast with Nick and Femi. What's going on? Yo, 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 yo. What is going on, people? It's great to have you here, Femi. Thank Looking you so vibrant me. today. Thank you, but I got a bit of color on, which is a bit different for me. But yeah, I know. yeah. Obviously, you know, it reflects what's going on in your life a little bit, eh? Your life's good, man. We thank God. We thank God. Thank yes, God sir. for the blessings, you yes, know? Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yo. Yes, sir. And because you didn't ask, yeah, I'm doing okay. I why. really didn't. You didn't. So it's that's so why I crazy. I, that's why I answered it myself. So yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> How's your life been, bro? We actually, do you know what I realized? We talk a lot about my life. Yeah. We don't talk enough about your life. Yeah. How are you? Because according to you, every intro with a guest, you're like, it's not about you this episode, Nick. No one really cares about you today, Nick. But that's also very factual. Okay, so then where do we stand? <laughs> we have no guests. <laughs> we, we, have, we have no guests. So apparently we have to have it about you somewhat, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. So how are you, Nick? What's been going on, man? Oh, man, not a whole lot at the moment. You know, we've just been, well, I've just been, you know, going through the motions, working, yeah. trying to reach a bit of goals, trying to grow a little bit spiritually and mentally. And, um, Come on. Yeah, that's kind of been me. So that's kind of the journey. That's what I'm doing at the moment. So. Rock and roll, brother. Yes, uh, Rock and roll. Thanks, mate. That's sick, bro, straight up. And there's been a lot of exciting things that's happening, a lot of exciting things that are happening in both of our lives that we wanted to announce today. Um, do you want to tell the people what's going on? Oh, there's so many things that are going on at the moment. So I, was, I just want to make sure that I'm aligned with what you're thinking. So I'll let you do the honors. That's so crazy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nick tried to do an intro. <laughs> there was no intro. I think I tried to find that intro like, off to like, you. Bro, do the intro. Get the get get, get your vibes out. Come on, big man. My vibes are there, but I'm like, Yo. you know what? Because this is the special one, obviously. It's a, it's a very special episode. So this like, one's very special. So I'm like, you know what? Like, let me give it to you. Like, you Facts. know, all right. can't take all the cred sometimes, you know? Yeah, you do so much in this podcast. It'd be crazy for you to do more. It'd be crazy. <laughs> It'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no seriously though Alright cool So There's been a lot happening In our lives right And we've been working a lot Very very hard If you guys don't know who we are um, We do a lot of different things We do a lot of uh, work for media companies A lot of work for platforms We collaborate with some awesome brands And we ourselves are a brand And we've been in the coaching space And for a long long time In many different facets and I think that now we've always we've always had the plan to be able to have this big play, the big play about being able to create a platform for people that want to work on their mental health from an everyday fitness perspective, not a clinical crisis perspective. Because obviously mental health is a thing that unfortunately we look at it as a very reactive disease a very reactive approach in terms of our, our, um, our care and help-seeking behaviours is very reactive rather than a proactive thing, right? And that's unfortunate. What I mean by that is like, if 
you only seek mental health sh- stop you only seek help for mental health when shit has hit the fan mm. which is a terrible way to treat any illness if you knew that hey look you know if you eat a million starbursts you're probably going to get diabetes what are you going to do probably not eat a million starbursts right yeah no you wouldn't hit a million by you still keep going a bit I'm joking, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you might eat a few, which is okay. You might yeah. like, you know, mental health is. You're never gonna have a perfect mental health. You're gonna have shit going on. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is that you're gonna do things that's gonna be like, eh, I better not because I don't want yeah. this shit to hit the fan. But mental health, it's like we don't even think about it. Most people don't think about it until it's like I feel, I feel effed. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel blah 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 blah. I'm sad. I'm this and blah blah blah. blah. So what we've created, which is really, really exciting, is that we've created a platform and a program. We are creating and we're going to launch it in the next four weeks, is a platform and a program specifically tailored towards stress. Why stress? Mental health is a very broad thing. Why are we looking at stress? We feel like specifically within 2020, it's been one of the most stressful years for most people. Financially, relationship-wise, health-wise, lots of different things. People are overwhelmed with stress. So what we've decided is we're going to put that into a program that's going to allow people to be able to, from a day-to-day basis, how to take over, how to control their stress, how to manage their stress, understand what their stresses are, understand all that kind of stuff so that they're at a level where they have a much higher stress tolerance and can handle more shit in their life and avoid burnout. So why am I telling you this? Good question, Femi. Why I'm telling you... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm telling you this is because to celebrate that for the next four weeks, we're going to talk about stress, right? We're going to have a, we're going to have a short series that's going to be really highlighting stress and really explaining it from our perspective, why we care about it and why you should too. And why, and because there's going to be a lot of things, even through researching this on a deeper level, there's a lot of things that I've uncovered about myself about stress and how I stress and what I feel and what stresses me. So we hope that this is going to give you value because it's something that we're passionate about and yeah, more or less, that's what's going to be happening over the next kind of couple of weeks. You know what I mean? But yeah. Well done, Femi. You absolutely know that, right? 100%. Now, nah, awesome. But like literally like what Femi said, like I think this is going to, it's really important. It's really relevant in like all our lives. We all kind of experience it. So to really hit home with what Femi said, we're going to be talking about the way that we want to, the way that we want to start this one is that we're going to be talking about obviously like what is stress yeah how does it show up how do you know if you're going through a stressful time what are your triggers yes how do you cope with that we're going to go from a very basic level and obviously we're not going to cover so so much because it's going to go over a course of four weeks but i want this to be super valuable and i really want this to be give you a lot of insight and perspective and give you the opportunity to do your own kind of investigation and research as to what causes you stress because that's the whole kind of aim about what we're trying to achieve here so without further ado let's kind of get into it you, my button. you didn't see well. You yeah, didn't see that one that, coming that's out. That's not coming out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna do. You're a joke. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. But right. Boom. So let's kind of get to it. So like, yeah, firstly, yeah. like, from what we know, like, what do you? What is stress? So obviously, stress is like a resp- involuntary response to a stressor so it's a trigger so it's something that triggers you it's involuntary response to something that we steam as um you know elevating so that's what stress is so it takes us from a level of let's say 
whatever calm our base level that's why we talk really under, it's really important to understand what your base level is and then something something that stress is something is a is something that is a response an involuntary response to a trigger so it's really important that stress is you can't force yourself to be stressed stress is something that just happens so the exciting thing is that like if if something can if if something can trigger you you can take away those triggers yeah so you can really like be able to like you can manage that spike you, all of this stuff is really exciting stuff because it's really really manageable and it's it's not something that you're out of control yeah it's not, it's not stuff that's like out of your control so that's what's really exciting about stress yeah absolutely and i think that like you've kind of nailed it because like like you said like we can we we're in a, such a powerful position where we can take it away because like you said stress is a trigger and most times it's an external trigger so that external trigger we have the opportunity to, to get away from that move around a little bit and do something to make sure that we're not triggered as much and the, the reality mm. is is that stress is not something that we can completely eradicate. Stress is a kind of a normal part of our lives. And there's kind of like two phases that you normally go through with stress. You obviously mm-hmm. have like your acute phase and your obviously a chronic phase. And acute's more like a short-term kind of thing. Yep. And acute's kind of like, you know, like we all go through it. And I can give you like mm-hmm. an example where it's like, I might leading up to an exam, a very important day for me, I might feel quite stressed. Yeah. No one's saying that's abnormal to kind of feel that way because like, of course you're gonna feel a bit stressed leading up to it because you feel that pressure to perform really well on that day. Yeah. But then as soon as you get rid of it and you do it, you're like, you're, you're kind of relieved a little bit more. It's more of an acute kind of thing, but we're chronic where it becomes a bit more of an issue where it's like, it's really taken over your life. Yeah. As in like, this is prolonging for such an extensive period of time where you feel like you're not in control of your life. You're not sure what's going on every single day. There's this certain rhetoric, there's a certain thing that you're doing every single day that it's why it's becoming an issue. And I think that like, it's really important to differentiate that because some people can like be concerned about the little small acute stresses. It's like, oh, I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with like, when we talk about depression, some people feel like, oh, but I can't feel sad. And you had to really highlight that in one of the podcasts that we did. Mm. Exact same thing with stress. And Femi and I personally, like we've gone through, I think last year was one of the most, for me personally, one of the most stressful times. And I'm sure that you can feel that as well, that it's like, the, the th- and it was a difficult time because it was like one of the things that we love so much, we we're working hard on it so much was the thing that was killing us. That was That's literally it. killing us. And I think that that was actually developing into like a chronic thing yeah. because I remember I used to tell family that like in the middle of the night, I'd wake up like, oh shit, like I can't sleep. You know, like I feel so weird. Every day when I'm trying to do things, I can't be present anymore because I'm always just- Preoccupied. The- exactly. Yeah. And that's an issue. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do you think people can do Oh, actually, before let me word it differently. Yeah. How important is, is it for people to understand their triggers and understand what it is that causes them stress? Well, without without knowledge, we're dead, right? Like yeah. if we're ignorant to something, you can't measure something you don't know. Yeah. So if you don't know that this is your trigger, it's just going to keep triggering you, and you're going to be like, "Oh shit, why am I triggered?" So it's really important that we know what are the what are the things that are stressing us. What are our stresses? What are the things that are most um, stressful for us? Mm. Um, there's pretty general areas that most people feel stressed about. Work, work, and relationships are the biggest areas that people are stressed about generally. Um, which work ties into finance. Work and finance are more or less the same thing. And relationships, right? So that's platonic and also romantic. So those are the big areas that it is. So it's usually those areas that are kind of um, got us feeling some type of way. Mm. So if you're able to identify that at that level, 
cool you most people like most of your shit is going to fall into that that's one level but what you need to understand is that what is it within those things that are specifically triggering you now from there you go to a deeper level that we don't have to get to right now it might be a little bit over people's heads but like the way that this is happening and a way to really stomp this out is by understanding why is that even triggering me mm. because it's one thing to understand okay this is a stressor but why the f is it a stressor like me and you stressors have there's, there's different responses to stressors everybody knows that if someone comes in and starts yelling in a room three people are in the room you don't care i don't care but jane smith in the corner cares why why is she so stressed about someone mm. that's yelling there's got to be a reason for that Definitely. right so it's so the way that to, the only way to really kind of understand i can explain it is like you got to think about i always used to talk about this um and our things have come i haven't had the opportunity well, i had the opportunity but i haven't spoken about it in a while but i think it's a good kind of tie-in and we spoke about it in our last episode i'm not sure depending on what when it comes out with uh sarah sarah riley um oh yeah they'll, they'll know that one's out by then ah uh, cool yeah so sarah riley we spoke about it uh it's like when you're feeling stressed or triggered, it's because someone has like put their thumb on an open wound. Mm. It's like, I feel stressed in this conversation, in this confrontation, because I'm traumatized by past conversations that we've had mm. or past things that are past experiences that have, haven't gone well. Mm. So once I understand that and I'm able to kind of work through this, that pain between that confrontation, that's less stressful for me. And when I can identify those stresses and be able to understand the cause of those stresses, I can now start doing the work to address those stresses. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like you said, like it's that, it's that association that we have. And a lot of the times it's like, I think you were saying in the podcast as well, we were talking about it, that it usually starts from like a young age, something that we've dealt with in the like yeah. previously, but it's something that we now tend to forget because we did it when we were young. Sometimes we don't really have too much memory of it. And that's why we have to do a lot of like inner work yeah. to be able to to get that out, pull that thumb out, whatever it is that's on that wound that stopped me and allow me to feel stressed all the time mm. to allow me to get over it. And that's the, that's kind of the tough thing because a lot of time, our approach to dealing with stress and dealing with all these things is very, very superficial. Yeah. A lot of the times we're just looking for very short things to just cure it. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with the root issue. I don't want to yeah. really go that deep. Why do I want to go that deep? Few reasons, not too sure m most part, but maybe like, I'm just, I'm scared of the truth. I'm scared to go that deep. Yeah. Maybe I'm actually just can't be bothered. I'm lazy. I think naturally as humans, we tend to be quite lazy. We're not bothered to actually do that in the work. And we're just looking for quick fixes. We're in a society that we just want something quick and that's it to get me by. And that's kind of how it is. So, but that's really the thing that's actually killing us because that's not actually looking at having a more of a sustainable and really detailed kind of approach to that thing. And I think that mm. once we're able to do that kind of inner work, go in deep, understand what's going on, then you're going to be surprised at what's going to happen. It's like what Sarah was saying in that podcast is like, we're, oh, we're, we're, we're working on a very kind of like superficial basic level of what we kind of think is possible at the mm. moment. But as soon as we untap and we go in, you're going to see that your capacity is going to expand so much more. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to achieve with reducing stress. It's not about you actually getting rid of that trigger, but it's you actually expanding your capacity to exactly. be able to deal with that trigger so you can manage it. Because the things that you were talking about, like work, finances, relationships, they're going to be there. Like you yeah. can't get rid of that. Like you need that to survive. <clears throat> How can I pay my bills? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean around money. So it's about expanding my capacity. It's like, okay, how can I deal with that? 
And how can I be able to also do other things as well, which I think is so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be good for the listeners as well is that if you can kind of share some of um, our personal story, because I know that last year was such a stressful time yeah, for, sure. for us. How did you, how, how did you navigate that period? Uh, honestly, not well. There was times mm-hmm. where I didn't navigate it well at all. Um, uh, there was, but obviously towards the end of it, I got very, 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 very confident in my ability to mm. be able to handle stress, um, which happens, you know, yeah. as you go through stress, you get a bit more confident, but there was definitely, there was definitely times where I was shocking at it. Right. Mm. I'm usually like, <clears throat> let me just, I'll just give you an example of what happened last year. So go last go year, on. yeah, go on. Ready? <laughs> Welcome to Femi's Story Corner. Starring Femi. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right, cool. So, boom. Imagine this is, I don't even know when it is. This is probably like June or some shit. June. Yeah. I think June was a really, really messed up month. <laughs> June was a messed up month. Oh, no, I don't think it was June. Was it June or was it May? No, it was May. A, it was around, yeah, it was around April, May. That's when this shit hit the fan. Yeah, last okay. year shit had been. Ah, right, cool. Boom. So, imagine you've got this fresh office. Fresh office, um, you know, we went from making comfortable money, like we're, we're killing it in business at this point. We're making five figures every single week comfortably, right? But we're also spending five figures every single week. week. Yeah, it was it a is. crazy time. So stupid. Anyway. We didn't know anything about business. Just At that right. time. We're at just, that time, we were yeah. Big, like, just, just go. Mm, just go. We, had, we knew how to make money and that was all we needed to know. We all just knew <laughs> that like, that's all that business is, just making money, right? Like, cool. That's it. Simple. Yeah. Boom, what the F do you do when you stop making money? <laughs> <laughs> Systems went down. Everything kind of went down. We were just in an absolute freeze, right? Yeah. Had no, no ability to make money. So keep in mind, by the end of May or something like that, we had like a $17,000 bill that was due, right? Something like that. Some, some, something stupid like that. Yeah. $17,000 bill. The month before, we haven't made any money. A whole month. Imagine your business has gone a whole month. We didn't make a single sale. Maybe made one, right? Nothing. I'm full time in the business. I'm not getting paid. I've got bills to pay. I've got a loan. I've got a mortgage. I've got a lot of shit to pay. I'm working full time. I've got no means, right? I've just broken my ankle. <laughs> that was the craziest. I, <clears throat> I, that was the craziest, actually. I've just broken my ankle. I can't go back to work in the hospital. So all I can do is rely on the money that I'm meant to be making as a full time employee of my own business, right? <laughs> how are we gonna pay you man there's no money there's no money so that's i'm like all right cool boom so i'm start spe- I, I have to survive bro so i'm like transferring all the money out of my credit card into my beats into my normal account if you guys know about cash advances bro uh-huh, it's, it's not crazy cheap. it's not cheap yeah so that's the only way i can pay my bills right i yeah. gotta pay all my shit eat live car loan mortgage everything I was paying it on credit card. It was so crazy. I had no credit. I had no, I had, I had credit cards, but I didn't use them. Like I was always, I was the one that was always telling Nick, credit cards are stupid. Mm-hmm. I never used my credit card. I just didn't have, I just had it because I got it one to, so I could get free f- travel insurance when I went overseas. That's the only time I really used it. And the other one was when I was traveling, I didn't really use them and I was just going to close them anyway. Boom. I'm talking two months. I had to, I maxed them out mm. to pay for my bills, pay for my food. I've maxed out my money. Now it's not that I've got, now that it's not, I'm not, I'm no longer burning because I've, I'm no longer just burning because now I have to use my credit card. I now have no money. 
I've borrowed money from every single person I know at this point. I'm talking friends, family, every I've borrowed I'm owing so much money. I have no money at this point, right? And I'm screwed like I can't I can't even pay like for petrol and shit. Like I had to hit my boys up like, "Yo, can you transfer me $20 so I could just get petrol in this shit, please, 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 please." Life was so crazy, right? And where and not only is that happening in my life personally and financially, I've also got like we've also got this massive bill looming looming at the end of the month at the end of the month it's looming like i have to pay this shit like i have no question like i have to pay it where the fuck are we gonna get seventeen thousand dollars was even more right yeah it was something ridiculous something ridiculous even more like 20 something 30 000, something crazy tens of thousands of dollars right and we had to pay this shit by the end of the month Talk less of all the other bills and all the other shit that we paid. Nick's pulling money out of the bit, pulling money out of different places. I won't say where you're playing, pulling them out of. You're pulling money out of different places to pay for different shit. Fifteen thousand here, thirty thousand dollars here. Like shit was so crazy, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm sitting down, I'm like, how the fuck, how the fuck am I gonna get through this, man? Like, I'm, I'm gonna have to sell my car. I'm gonna have to like. I don't know. I, I can't pay for this mortgage. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Seriously. Like, yeah. on some serious shit. Like, I'm out. I'm ass out. And also, we we're building something in Nigeria that will that was taking a lot of my money. If you know anything about African parents, saying no is not an option. So, yeah. so it's like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying, I have so much, I have so much shit that I'm trying to, like, pay for that I was able to pay for two months ago, yeah. three months ago. Now that I, I now that everything's changed so rapidly, um yeah i wasn't able to do that cool so i'm stressing bro like i'm like this isn't like uh i don't know how, uh, things gonna be okay no this is like real shit like i'm gonna be i don't know what i'm gonna do type thing mm. like i don't know what i'm gonna i actually don't know what i'm gonna do I, I i was blessed enough that i knew that at least i'll be at home i can just i could just live in my parents house so i'm never gonna be dead which was like a blessing a huge blessing but like Everything that I would have and everything I've worked for was about to be taken away from me. I couldn't hold down a relationship. I was too stressed. I had. To, I was talking to someone at the time that obviously fell through. Like, mm. I'm not gonna be the. I'm not gonna be a good person. That person was a flop anyway. But like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Anyway. I wouldn't say the name it was a flop at the time. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I would be thinking about this the whole podcast. Yeah, you're gonna be thinking it's crazy. But like, like. I was definitely not in the right mindset or the right headspace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Got it, nigga. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That time was crazy. Yeah. And it was like, I was definitely not in the right mindset. I was so stressed. I was a bad, I was a bad friend. I was a bad, um, you know, bad whatever, mate, bad son, bad everything. Because mm. all I could think about was, how am I going to make $17,000 with no job and no money? Mm. And it's crazy because that was just like the money side because it sounds like obviously it's like money was a the trigger that started mm. it. But then you realize that from that one trigger that pulled out so many other triggers for so many different Yo. things. And that's kind of how it always started. Exactly. It became finances, then it became a personal Family. thing. And then it became yeah. like, I think even part of it as well could have even been like a, at least I know for me, it could have been like an ego slash pride thing because during that time I hadn't dealt with that. And a lot of people told us that going into business was risky, it was scary, yeah, yeah. we weren't too sure, we made a lot of sacrifices. And, and we smashed it so early. And it's like, oh, now you failed. Oh, I've yeah, told you yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. You. And it's yeah. crazy because when we start a business, we killed it quickly 
Yeah. We did very well. Very, well, we had our time period at the start, very, very start where I struggled. But after that, we killed it very, very quickly. And we scaled to tens of thousands of we scaled to five figures a week very quickly and it wasn't a it wasn't it wasn't a drama right which was great but because we did well we had that pride and we had that ego that didn't let us want to be like okay well hey like i've i fucked up and i need help exactly even though i look to to be honest i mine was beyond that point i did say i need help and i and i i got the help that i could but i was still in a very sticky situation like i was paying bills like yo i don't even want to get into the figures but like bills were crazy at that time i had a lot of i had a lot of expenses and because the times were tough my expenses were going up to be able to try to manage it properly anyway long story short that was the worst month of my that was a lot worse like what three months of my life i was getting no money no nothing i was ass out and it was like i had no idea i was gonna make it out okay cool that's the story how did i kind of like overcome that is what you're probably asking me it got to the point because that's where i really learned to be able to deal with this shit Mm. what does what does dealing with it mean like honestly what does dealing with it mean dealing with it mean doesn't mean meditating and forgetting that you have problems that's not dealing with it Mm. what does dealing with it really mean and i had to really do a lot of soul searching myself and this is where this i was not i I wasn't perfect i'm I'm not perfect now but this is where a lot of my journey started just before we went on the race um this is where a lot of my journey kind of even after the race as well was like that that whole kind of like soul searching Mm journey yeah, you know what i think it was just sort of butt in there but i think because i think this is actually a, a really great story that paints a lot of pictures to how kind of people go with their lives and they're still stuck in this life is that like you were kind of saying it's like we had this trigger i was in this spot and i realized that all these superficial fixes that we try to do isn't cut into it at the moment mm. like you know maybe for some people it could be like drinking could be indulging in movies indulging in sugary stuff whatever that shit's not cut into it yeah but then it was until we actually realized that we need to dig a bit deeper and then to a point where luckily the race came and we got out of that situation yeah. and it gave us a lot more of an opportunity to to get rid of that stress and that trigger that's just over overhauling our lives yeah. to then be able to come back and really search for what needs to happen and mm. i just wanted to highlight that point it's like getting rid of that trigger yeah. at that point to allow your mind to be a lot more like relaxed calm um and be able to deal with what's going on at a deeper level i think that was like a really key point that i wanted the listeners to take out of that because it's so relatable on so many different levels yeah 100 percent. i think like i say it all the time i think the race changed slash saved my life yeah because it's like it's it was a time period that was very confusing for me very very tough for me i felt like i was regressing in a lot of ways um i was very very overwhelmed and very very stressed and it caused me to um you know, I needed to do a lot of soul searching. And I think that, like you said, being able to get away from and physically isolate from those problems and those problems didn't go away, but I didn't have to face them. Mm. Um, gave me the opportunity to be able to, gave me the space, the safe space mm. to be able to look inward. And, and, during, and during that soul searching, because I did do a lot of, I was doing a lot of soul searching before the race. It was just that once I was able to get that starting point and the race came at that perfect time, it was awesome for me to, what I've already started, I could accelerate. Yeah. Um. So what I did basically in terms of it was that I had to really get, dig deep. And this is, I don't want to go too, 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 too far and too, too deep into my own personal story and situation because everybody's situation is different but what i had to do was i had to really go into my own kind of um 
desire, my own desire to to succeed and where mm. that came from. Because mm. that's where the stress was, right? It's like everything, I realized that all of the behavior, the stress is coming from a behavior that led me to be in this point. Like you said, the ego, the pride, like why do I, why is it, why is it so, why am I so desperate for it? Why do I have to rush? Why do I have to make those decisions? It's coming from the, from the, from a decision that, that stemmed from trauma, right? Mm. So it's like, I had to go into like a really, really deep thing of like, you know what, that's actually where I'm at. I have a lot of pride around this. Why am I not asking for support? Why am I not doing this? Why do I have to succeed now? Why do I have to do this? Da, 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 da. Why am I obsessed with money? Why mm. is money so important to me? Mm. Why is the place that much of a role? And when I got to the bottom of that, I was able to kind of unpack that, unpack that kind of process. I was able to understand my stresses, obviously, understand what is kind of like why and understand why that's stressing me, why the kind of like fear of shit is so stressful. I'm like, look, I'm financially fucked. Like that's where I'm at right now. That's, and that's okay for that mm. period. It was okay. I had to be okay with that because whether I cry or whether I laugh, I'm financially fucked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At that time. So I was like, okay, cool. So what do I do? Well, how do I actually clear my head to start fixing those things? And then when I was able to kind of clear my head, have that clarity of mind and change my habits, change the things that I was doing that was perpetuating, perpetuating this, um, shitty situation and making me more stressed i was able to be able to start transcending the situation the situation didn't get better for many more months mm -hmm. however the way i saw it and the way i approached it was completely different 100 mm. percent. and it's like <clears throat> like i just remember that time like i record so vividly like it was such a it was so dramatic and i think that's like for the guys that listen because i know femi said a lot and he did his own kind of personal journey but it was kind of the same thing that obviously i was experiencing to the same extent because like a little bit of different situations like at that time i i was still working so i was still receiving something but this guy over here is like you know he put his whole heart and soul like he get rid of everything to make this happen to, to be in that position it's completely fucked and i think the reason femi shares this story and we wanted to share this story is because like that's kind of what happened this year for a lot of people like a yeah. lot of people went from being like i'm okay now it's all good to being actually fucked like completely mm. fucked so it's like how do we handle that and i think that your journey and, and that that process of what we had to do to kind of get over it is really something that a lot of people that listen to this and i hope um really take notes from it is something that they're able to do and really bring awareness to the fact that it's like it's not those like superficial short-term shit or whatever that's going to really dissolve it it might help temporarily but it's not going to get to the root issue if we yeah. were just looking if Femme was just looking for like short-term fixes or we were just looking for like short-term fixes then we wouldn't have been able to get to the bottom of it and even like if we you know fast forward a bit more like we really got out of it and we even when we got out of it like we we're so, so much of a better place a lot more Whatever. calmer a lot more settled not so attached not coming from a place of ego we're mm. just you know just very grounded state and i think that once you're able to kind of work on achieving that state it's not something that you do straight away it's more of like a of a gradual process where you're constantly you know processing stress processing what's going on understanding asking yourself those deep questions then that's kind of ideally where you want to be Cause maybe not to the same extent as been having like ten thousand dollars of stretch um financial stress some might be but for some of you guys it could just be work and there's some attachment to work and like performing at work that is stressing you out every single time you go to work why is that mm. you know that's the question that we've got to kind of ask ourselves we've, you guys need to kind of identify what the trigger is externally what is it that's bothering you and you just gotta unravel it and ask yourself those 
proper questions mm. to get to it. Let me ask you a question, right? We talk about the obvious one, which is, you know, we talked about, well, not the obvious one, there's two obvious ones. We talked about the, from my perspective, the financial s- stresses. Yeah. What about relationship stresses? Have you had any recent relationship stresses that maybe you can share? Because people can really relate with financial this year, but there's also huge relationship issues that have been caused by this time period. Uh, if me and my wife, if like me and my girlfriend, you know, space is a beautiful thing, right? And then now we're stuck together 24-7. What the fuck? That's not ideal. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it can be tough for a lot of people. So maybe not particularly to this, but like did you ever have a stressful time maybe in a platonic or romantic relationship where it was super stressful that like you had to like and you had to overcome it? Yeah, I think there's like throughout the whole my kind of relationship experience, there's been heaps of times where times were super, super stressful. Times are even super, super stressful now. And this is something that we're currently working towards, but I won't really talk about the present because I couldn't really like conclude it. But I can, I, all I can remember is that back when we initially kind of started this relationship, it was like, that was at a time where like my business was everything. Everything, this is all I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And that's the priority. Like when we talk about like focal point system, it was like 100% business and relationship was like zero you know what i mean it was very minimal and i think that um because of that obviously in a relationship it's not just me it's like it's the other person as well and that was something that i wouldn't really deep until towards maybe the end of last year and the the stresses there was that the fact is like i i part of me wanted this relationship to work i wanted to see where this could go but then another part of me was more towards the line of like i really just want to grow like my baby my business i just want this to happen and all my attachment and my self-worth and everything was tied to this making sense and working so i think that when it comes to relationships like there's that's like like you said it's one of the biggest stresses that we go through in life and personally without me being able to have the to effectively learn how to kind of process why this is stressing me out there's going to be no way that i was going to be able to resolve it there was going to be no way that i was going to be able to actually communicate it with her and communicate and actually figure out what's actually going on because a lot of times what we tend to do is that like i was saying i was looking for like a short-term fix i was passing it along i wasn't really looking for any kind of um resolve of this it's like oh she's pissed at me i'm not spending much time with her all right let me just go see her for two days and then i'll move on go back to my business you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's kind of felt like this is just something that's just in my ear it's like oh let me just address to it quickly then move on that's that short-term fix that i was looking for uh until i was able to kind of build up the courage and be able to kind of understand that obviously that i got my own internal issues i haven't created a safe space internally for me to be able to have this conversation so that means me being able to to process bring out my flaws understand why i'm so attached to this and really just dissect and ask myself those deep questions only then were you going to be able to really be able to have the proper conversation with your partner and your relationship and that's and you need to be able to create that safe space to be able to do so and i think that for me personally until i was able to do that until i was able to understand what was going on understand my stresses understand where she's coming from and be able to create that safe conversation and like just communicate that openly that was the only time i was able to kind of resolve it so i think that with relationships as well like a lot of people um have stresses when it comes to it and i think for the most part what again it's just my opinion there's obviously no data backing it but i think a lot of time the stresses come from like an internal place first before it ever becomes um something super super external and super super chronic and super super there definitely is there is a lot of it there is like that that's true like it's from trauma 
Yeah. There's a lot of, like, there is a lot of um, backing for that. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like, that's kind of where I was at with the relationships. Mm. And I think that there was a very, very tough and stressful time, especially with like the business for it as well. It's like, well, I can't talk to you about this because you're not going to, you're not going to solve this for me anyways. Yeah, so exactly. What's the point? So yeah, man, I think that that's, it was just getting to the bottom of it and getting to the root cause of it is what's going to allow us to be able to, was allowed me to be able to like get out of it effectively and continue to have like a proper flourishing relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dope, 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 dope. Um, cool. So do you think like your tolerance for stressful situations has increased? over the last couple of years absolutely i think that you know the war the more that we continue to work on it continuously um continue to because i think that what happens is that as we experience more stress and we get exposed to a lot more stress once we're able to navigate and get out of it your capacity inevitably increases yeah. like i've been here before i've like i've been in this place it's like when you're it's like us skydiving for example you skydive the first time you're like oh shit i'm scared like this is so foreign to me but then when someone was to ask you to skydive again, you're not really as stressed about it. You're like, okay, I've been here. It's not a foreign kind of thing to me. I'm more able to kind of deal with this situation a bit more. So I think that over the time as we, you know, we experience it, we work through it properly and not superficially, then yeah, you, my personal threshold would increase and anyone that's listening's threshold would probably increase as well as they do that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. What do you think? What's your thought? I, I agree with what you said. I, I, I'm a bit curious to to for you to maybe elaborate on the whole experience. No, uh, no, 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 no. You oh. can if you want, but oh, I was okay. more talking about um, your example of the skydiving thing. Does stress tolerance only uh, happen through confidence? Because that's what it sounds like. It's like you're confident because you've been there and you've done it before, so you're able to handle it better. The stress, to like, do you get better at? handling stress only through like the repetition of an experience oh absolutely not like definitely not so that was just my own personal kind of thing and i used that example because it just mm. tied in with my experience like skydiving was something that's like i wanted to do but i couldn't like it's just something that was relevant to my life but it's definitely not the only way people can develop that threshold and that tolerance for stress absolutely not it doesn't have to be through experiences i was actually listening to a podcast and they were talking about how people think that like your experiences all the time are like the, your greatest learnings but then he was actually arguing saying like well that's not actually the case like your experiences do play a role only if only if you effectively evaluate that experience exactly. and then be able to process from that. Exactly. So that's just one area. But of course, with that, there's yeah. a lot of works that we'll probably go in and talk about um, throughout the series yeah, of this, exactly. um, this podcast. But no, definitely not the only way. Yeah, I'm really excited for this series. I think that this series is going to be very exciting. It's going to be very, very uh, informative. Yeah. Informative. And it's going to give you a really, really good insight into our own lives, what we've been going through, what yeah. we've been dealing with, and how far we've come. Because... I think that the biggest game changer in my life has been my ability to manage stress. Mm. One of the biggest game changers was because I don't live a less stressful life, to be honest. My life is still as stressful, maybe not financially anymore, but there's a lot of other stresses, deadlines, relationships, blah, 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 blah. So, but I think like my capacity to be able to handle those and manage them in a safe way is uh completely different yeah completely different completely, completely different 100 100 i totally agree with that mate <laughs> yeah facts so, so um 
yeah, was there anything else you kind of wanted to add to that, or you think that we've kind of? Um, I think we hit that one. I think I think I'm happy with that 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 um this episode, man. I think it's been sick. Sweet, man. Well, kind of like what Fem was saying, like we're gonna continue on with this. Um, but I really want you guys to do like off the back of this, like there was obviously two prominent things that we were speaking about, which was like what is stress and identify you guys go, bro. I want you guys to leave. why am I weird <laughs> check the YouTube video and you'll figure out how the weirdness all comes from <laughs> this is what he does all the, you know I wouldn't even say that thank you yeah, thank you, thank wait. you. Um, but two things we spoke about what is stress and why it's so important to understand and identify your triggers to stress because I think that's going to be the foundation firstly to be able to kind of help us eradicate and reduce stress um, and which is everything that we're doing and what we're working towards as we build this platform to be able to give people the proactive approach instead of a reactive approach to it. So I really want you guys to take that away from this series. We'll tie it back nicely in the next episode. Um, but to that point, make sure you guys follow us, like, comment, subscribe at Nick and Femi yes. and leave a review. And on top of that, let me know your thoughts about this because this is actually something that's really important to us. It's a passion of ours. It's something that we've been dealing with personally. So I'd love to, for you guys to kind of just engage, share what you've learned, what you've gone through. And if there's any ways that we can support you through this, I'd love to be able to contribute towards that. Yes, sir. So, Thank you for coming to another episode. Thank you for coming to another episode of Femi TV. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you put that out there. That's crazy. Make sure you guys check that out. Nobody I, checks that out, man. That's crazy. You did it to yourself. <laughs> All, right, guys. All right, guys. Peace I, and love. Peace, <laughs> peace, peace.